You're listening to The Word of Hope, a radio ministry of Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Our preacher is Pastor Brian Wolfmuller with today's Word of Hope. In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear Zach, dear Peter, dear Jake, dear Daniel, and dear Andrew, God be praised for His work of putting His Word into your ears and into your hearts, and today on your lips as you will stand here before God and His church and confess your faith, your trust in the Lord, your confidence in the death and resurrection of Jesus. It is His work, and we give Him thanks. There are three things, important things, that are about to happen. At least there's three things that I'm going to preach about. I'm sure there's more, but you got to draw the line somewhere, right? Three things that are about to happen for you boys, young men. i got to start calling you guys young men now. First, you are about to confess your faith before God and man. Now, this is the faith into which you were baptized, but All of you, when you were baptized, didn't know how to talk back then. (laughs) So your parents or your sponsors, your godparents or the church, confessed the faith for you. But now the Lord has given you mouths to speak and hearts that believe, and we will hear it. Now this is the work of the Holy Spirit, to create and to sustain faith in your hearts. Like we say in the Creed, I believe that I cannot, by my own reason or strength, believe in Jesus Christ, my Lord, or come to Him, but the Holy Spirit has called me by the Gospel. Jesus says about this confession of faith, Whoever confesses me before men, I will confess before my Father in heaven. Now, it is true that you young men have been in the church all your lives, and you have been confessing your faith every Sunday as you said the creed, or as you prayed, as you said amen. But today we get to hear it from you and rejoice, even as the angels in heaven are rejoicing. And what a great joy to know that Jesus, who sits at the Father's right hand, that is at the seat closest to God the Father's ear, is speaking your name in the heavenly council, and not in a bad way. Jesus is not saying, boy, did you see what Peter did? Did you see what Zach is up to? Did you see what Jake and Daniel were talking about, what Andrew was thinking? It's not like that at all. In fact, it's the opposite. The Lord Jesus Your Lord Jesus is saying of you and of all His baptized, look at them. They are forgiven. (laughs) They're covered with my blood. And I delight in them. I'm pleased to call them my friends and my brothers. What joy. First, you confess your faith. Second, You five young men are joining your name to the teaching of this altar. You are about to make the martyr's vow. Two times you're going to stand before us and talk about your willingness to die. These are the questions. Do you intend to live according to the Word of God and in faith, word, and deed to remain true to God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, even to death. 
And? Do you intend to continue steadfast in this confession and church and suffer all, even death, rather than fall away from it? Now, these are serious questions. And your answers are serious promises. They are vows. There's very few times in your life when you will be able to take a vow. I think I've taken three vows. Uh, confirmation, and on my wedding day, and on my ordination. Pastor Flamey has one more, the day that he joined the military and vowed to defend our nation. This is very rare that we have this opportunity to make such a promise. And your promise, to be clear, to never leave the church doesn't mean that you're not promising ever to leave Hope Lutheran Church. You, you might leave Hope. You go off to school or get a job somewhere else. That's fine. But what you are promising when you say that you will never leave the church, rather that you would rather die than leave the church, is that you will never leave the church that teaches the doctrine of the small catechism. Now, this is one reason why we will all rejoice to hear your confession of faith before you come to communion, so that you know that we at this altar rejoice in this unity of faith. And, and this is important. We, we live in a time, and I, maybe it has always been like this, but it seems like it's especially like this today. We live in a time when people think that it doesn't matter what you believe or where you go to church. But the Scripture teaches us this importance of being bound up to an altar. Paul teaches that to commune at an altar is to join in the confession or the teaching of that altar. So, for example, if I were to stand up here and preach some sort of terrible thing, like Hitler is a great guy and I think he did tons of good works, and then I say, come to communion, then you wouldn't come. At least I hope you wouldn't. You say, I'm not going to have fellowship with that teaching. Or I teach something absolutely ridiculous, like there's little red Martians on the other side of the moon that beam dreams into our heads with their cell phones. Come to communion, and you say, well, that's nuts. <laughs> I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna go up there. And you would be right to do that. We, we, we wanna be consistent with that then. So, so that if someone stands in the church and says, for example, that the gift of baptism is not for babies, or that the Lord Jesus doesn't give his body and his blood in the supper, or that the Bible contains human doctrine together with divine doctrine, there's errors in there, or that the death of Jesus doesn't count for everyone, or whatever other false teaching finds its way into a certain church, then we say, hey, I'm not in fellowship with that. In fact, when we are confirmed, we're standing here in front of the church and saying this, that the simplicity of the gospel and the truth of the catechism is so important that I will live and rejoice in this teaching my entire life until Jesus calls me home to heaven. Confirmation always reminds me of this, the, the importance of this practice that we call closed communion. It's probably better simply called the unity of doctrine. We're strange in this, the Missouri Synod, one of the last churches in the States, in the United States, maybe even in the world that still practices it, and some people get upset with it, but it's simply an extension of the, of the promise that we make at our confirmation to treasure the Lord's Word as that which is the most important thing in this world, to live and to die confessing this truth rather than let the devil tempt us away from it. So we rejoice to hear you bind yourself to the teaching of this altar. And third, and perhaps most importantly, today for the first time, 
Jesus gives you His body and His blood to eat and to drink for the forgiveness of all of your sins. This is the main thing that is happening today. Jesus is bringing you to His altar to feed you and to forgive you. And He does this because He loves you. There is a temptation that the devil has for children, I think. When we're children, we think that the things of the church are not for us, that they belong to our grandparents or to our parents. That's my parents' church. That's my grandparents' pastor. And the devil pushes us along that temptation and says, that's my parents' faith, my parents' confession. That's my parents' Jesus. That's my parents' salvation. Listen, no. You belong to Jesus And Jesus belongs to you. Listen to the words that He will speak to you today. This is my body given for you. I remember a long time ago, I think think this was long enough that the person that this happened to isn't going to be here today. Someone came into my office, because it's embarrassing, someone came into my office and they showed me a book that I had been talking about. And they said, look, Pastor. And I thought that they were giving me the book. but they were just showing it to me. (laughs) And I took it and I said, Oh, thank you. This is a wonderful gift. I've always wanted this book. (laughs) And the person looked at me and they said, Well, uh, you can borrow it when I'm done. (laughs) Oops. You see, it wasn't for me. Those words, for you, they make all the difference. Here's the two sentences. There's a million dollars in the bank. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a million dollars in the bank for you. You see the difference? Now listen, Jesus says those words today. This is my body given for you. This is my blood of the New Testament shed for you. For you, Zach. For you, Peter. For you, Jake. For you, Daniel. For you, Andrew. For your life. For your salvation. For the forgiveness of your sins. For your comfort and your joy and your peace today and forever. Jesus is your Jesus. He is your Savior, your Lord, your friend. He hears your prayers. He forgives your sins. He delights in you. And He confesses your name before the Father. And dear brothers in Christ, He has for you gifts beyond your imagining. God be praised. Amen. The peace that passes all understanding. Guard your hearts and your minds through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
We hope you were blessed by today's Word of Hope. Hope Lutheran Church is located at 1345 Macon Street in Aurora, Colorado. Their weekly schedule is as follows. Sunday morning worship at 9.15, adult Bible class and youth Sunday school at 10.45 a.m. On Tuesday mornings, there is a matin service at 8.30 a.m. with a Bible class to follow at 9.30 a.m. You can find out more about Hope Lutheran Church at www.hope-aurora.org. That's www.hope-aurora.org. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you in His grace.